This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 317 of the Driving Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are the American Driving Society and you, our fabulous auditors. This week on our show, Ms. D. Wrigley tells us all about the new course at Tryon Equestrian Center, and Prisca Boris joins us to talk all about Beamer Therapy that stimulates the microcirculation to relieve pain. And I'm Wendy Ying, and you're listening to The Driving Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, howdy, everybody, and welcome back to The Driving Radio Show. I, I saw a couple of listeners posting that they had never tried The Driving Show before because they're not drivers, and they tried it and loved it. Really? So welcome, Great. Welcome to all those new people trying it out. We've had over 500 people download the Horse Radio Network app over the last three months. So if you're trying the driving radio show for the first time, we welcome you as well. I just saw on Facebook today that you and I have been friends now on Facebook and probably in real life about the same length of time for seven years. No, we've been friends for longer than seven years. I don't know. It started about the same time, I think. No, but it's 2018, right? Yeah, and I'm, I wanted to see, I'm checking right now to see when the first driving radio show was. It was back in, okay, so the first driving radio show, believe it or not, for new listeners, you're not going to believe this, was May 25th of 2011. Oh, yeah, you're right then. So, I thought we knew each other in before we No. Wag. No, it was after. So, yeah, May 25th, 2011 was uh, the first show I that don't we did. It. That means this month we are in our seventh year here on this show. <laughs> our anniversary. Our anniversary this month. That's correct. As a matter of fact, on May 25th, Jennifer and I, for our 30th wedding anniversary, are going to be in Alaska. Uh, we're, we're, for the first time in 10 years, taking two weeks off, and uh, we decided for our 30th wedding anniversary, we're going to go to Alaska and take a. We're going to visit friends. We're going to visit Lisa Kelly. Everybody on this show knows about Lisa Kelly, Ice Road Trucker. Oh, yeah. She's been oh, on this yeah, show. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. We're going up to her house, going to see her driving ponies and her riding ponies. Oh, you are? Yep. We're going to go spend a day with her and have lunch She's and dinner. She's fun to ride with. You should yeah. go for a carriage ride with her. And yep. you're going to have to drink lots of beer. <laughs> yes, I think it's required in, in Alaska, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and you might shoot something on the way. You can take some guns. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so we're we're looking forward to that, and then we're going to take a cruise back from Alaska to the United States, or back uh, to Canada, and then home. So we're going to take a couple of weeks doing all of that. Uh, but wow! Yeah, yeah, it's our thirtieth wedding anniversary. We were married in, in nineteen eighty eight. So That's we're we're looking forward to that too. It's going to be a lot of Kyle fun. Kyle wasn't even born then. <laughs> And then when you have a younger boyfriend, (laughs) you have those younger guys. (laughs) So, yeah, so we're looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And seven years we've been doing this show. I just saw the stats from iTunes. Apple put out the recent stats. There are 525,000 podcasts now active on iTunes. Oh, my gosh. 525,000. They are just past 50 billion downloads on iTunes. Wow. I know. So we, we account for a small part of that. 
Um, we're a very small part, 317. But, you know, the <laughs> network as a whole accounts for 7,000. So, you know, yeah, as, as, as a network, we count for 7,000. So thank you, Wendy, for being with us all this time. And thanks to the listeners for hanging out with us for the last seven years as well. And also the American Driving Society, we have to give them some love. They've been with us since the beginning. That's true. It's our seventh year anniversary with the American Driving Society, too. <laughs> yes, they've been with us since the start. It's very unusual for a podcast to make it past six months. Only about 5% of them do. Only 2% of them make it past a year and a half. Uh, and really? it's very unusual to have a sponsor for seven years. That's not a heard. Of, uh, but yeah, we have many of them that have stayed with us for that long. So we feel very privileged that they continue with us. That's because horse people are are dedicated. Dedicated to... and addicted. Yeah, and addicted. So I had a little surgery last week. Um, had uh, my rotator cuff. They had to uh, take a big bone spur out. He said it was one of the largest he's seen. So that's why I was. Did you keep so it? Pain. Did you keep no, it? No, they grind jar? it away. Oh, uh, they my grind God, it down with the little arthroscopic thing. So, and then they had to repair a couple torn tendons and stuff. But it's doing really well. It's, it hurts a lot less than I thought it would. Um, I've been doing my exercises now. The first day of exercises, I cried. It hurt that bad. You did. Yeah, oh, man, you did. It hurt. Yeah, the, I'm glad you're doing your exercises. Well, they had to start doing exercises the same night of the surgery. Yeah. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> that really hurt. Mm. So I only took the, the oxycodone for one day because it just messes me up. I can't take that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I just went to a leave and I've been, I'm not taking anything now. And it still hurts to do the exercises, which I'm religious about. But for the most part, it's a lot better. And you, my, Wendy's kind of my Lyme doctor, which we're going to talk about here in a second, too, a follow-up to our <laughs> Lyme episode. Um, you, were, you were right. I did have a little bit of a relapse because of the surgery, it's a, the trauma yeah. to the body. But it wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. So that was oh, good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that was good. We, you know, anytime stress to the body it can get the little guy, the little Lyme guys awake. But that's because now you have a really strong immune system. because you're, you're It's getting stronger, for sure. You know, I can tell that, actually. Yeah. I wanted to warn everybody about Lyme. We did that special episode a couple months ago, which uh, had a ton of downloads. And I just saw two reports that this year they're finding more ticks in the north in the north central part of the country as well as the east. Kentucky now said they're swarming with deer ticks. And oh one God. of the reasons they gave in the article I just read, which was interesting, because deer ticks usually if they if there's a harsh winter, they'll die off. And you don't have as many of them the next year. We had a harsh winter almost everywhere this year in the country. But they said that deer ticks are now becoming resistant to the winter. So oh, they're developing right. a resistance to the winter. as where The bigger ticks, not so much, but the small deer ticks are getting resistant. So they've seen more veterinarians on dogs and cats and horses and stuff in, in Michigan are reporting more ticks than they ever have seen in the spring. So it's really becoming a problem. They said now, if you take the whole half, eastern half of the country, uh, they said 50% of the counties are reporting ticks that are infested with, deer, uh, with uh, Lyme disease. And that of all the ticks they test, that they do studies on and they test, coming uh, in all the counties on the east, eastern part of the United States, 40% of them have Lyme disease now. Are you kidding me? So... Be careful out there this uh, this spring because ticks are a problem. Be careful, be diligent, and that's your best course of action is find them quick. Yeah, and Get use them. lots of repellent. Lots of repellent. I know people don't like using the harsh repellents, but that's what keeps the ticks away. So, well, you can all you don't have to use DEET right. because remember I've talked about this on the show before. 
that you can use um, Repel, and it's a it's a um, you can buy it on Amazon. It's a um, essential oil that has the same effectiveness as DEET. And it's called Repel, right? Repel. And use it though. Put it on all over your shoes. Put it on your. You know what? You can spray on your horse's feet so the ticks don't bite your horses. Feet and legs. Because they're out in the, they're out in high grass. A lot of them. You know where else they get? Um, where you see it a lot is uh, on. They climb up their tail. Hmm. Didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Spray their tails as well. But when you're out hiking or you're out in the tall grass or whatever, spray your shoes. Even if you have long pants on, spray the pants. Spray your socks. Yeah. Uh, any place that they're going to get on like that. But definitely take care of that. If you missed that Lyme episode, go back and take a listen to it. It was episode 315. Uh, I think it was, it was pretty well received, and a lot of people said, oh, I didn't know all that stuff. So I know. definitely take a listen to that. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, later on in the day something that helps with Lyme patients and people with chronic uh, problems. So we're going to talk about a new product for that later in the day. But first, we're going to hear from the American Driving Society. And then I had a chance with Samantha to catch up on the WAG show that we just recorded and interview with Misty Wrigley Miller before she heads over to Europe. She was heading over later that day. Before she heads over to Europe, she did the test event in Tryon for WAG and came in second and had her one of her best showings. She was so thrilled. So, uh, of course, Chester Weber won that with uh, James Fairclaw coming in third. So let's take a listen to Misty and see what she had to say about WEG right after this word from the American Driving Society. If you are a driver and not a member of the American Driving Society, you are missing out. The benefits of membership are amazing, including a subscription to their glossy magazine, The Whip, featuring all the latest news and feature articles for the sport of carriage driving. And you'll get the digital newsletter, The Wheel Horse, delivered right to your email. Not a competitor? Then the ADS membership will give you online access to the ADS Trail Guide, a state-by-state guide for recreational drivers. If you are a Pleasure or CDE competitor, then access to the omnibus of upcoming carriage competitions is a must-have. You'll also be eligible for their recognition programs, including the ADS Youth Championships, the Hours to Drive, along with the all-new ADS Driven Dressage Awards, plus eligibility to participate in the North American CDE Intermediate Calculated Championships and the North American Intermediate and Preliminary Championships. You can find it all at AmericanDrivingSociety.org. That's AmericanDrivingSociety.org to get your membership today. Well, Misty, thank you so much for joining us and kind of giving us the uh, look at the test event for driving at the World Equestrian Games. We appreciate you being here. Great. Thanks for having me. So now let's talk about it. And congratulations, by the way, coming in second behind Chester, which is uh, not something to sneeze at for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I'm very, very pleased. You you must have been. And um, now you... And then a third, we should say, I think uh, third was uh, James Fairclaw, too, right? Yes, right. So now tell us about uh, about Tryon and how it went there. How, what did you think of the dressage, and, and what did you think of the marathon course and, and cones? Um, 
Well, first of all, uh, Tryon is just a, an incredible facility, and everyone there is, is really putting forward a, a Herculean effort to get it ready by the by the games. And I don't know if you heard or not, but um, there was a huge setback on the marathon course just before um, the the test event started with torrential rains, and it actually washed the road and the and part of the bridge out. Oh wow. Um, to, uh, the road to, to get down to the, the obstacle course. So um, just four days before the show and um, the effort that they, I mean, they had like highway crews <laughs> rebuilding um, the road to, to get it ready. So, um, you know, there's, they've got a ways to go um, to get it all done. But, um, oh my gosh, the effort that everyone is putting forth is, is really tremendous. And um, what is there is the, the, the stabling facilities are second to none. Absolutely fantastic, safe, wonderful stalls with rubber mats everywhere. And, and um, so that, that part of it is, is really great. Um, there, um, the, the dressage was, was great. Um, it's not, we had the, we did the dressage and the cones on the all weather footing. And that is not going to be um, where we're going to be for the actual um, WEG event. They're still building. They're literally, Glenn, they are moving a mountain to build the driving field. Mm. <laughs> and the mountain's, the mountain's not quite moved yet. Um, so that will be uh, uh, on a grass field. Yeah, I was going to say, because so, you're usually on turf for that, right, for dressage? Yeah. 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 But I, I have to say, um, I really like the, the all-weather footing. You know, we, we did it um, at the Kentucky event for a couple of years, and... It, and it's a good thing that we were on the all-weather footing considering <laughs> the torrential rains they had. I don't know that any of us would have been really pleased um, had we had we been on turf um, that particular week. So it, it worked out well. And um, I'm not sure that it, it wouldn't be a, a good wave of the future to, to have more of our events on, on that footing for just those reasons. Hmm. Interesting. So now, as so, did you get to do the whole course that, as you planned, or did they have to make alterations because of the the damage from the rain? No, um, they um, ran the course as planned and and as uh, Richard Nichol designed it. And the obstacles are are beautiful and are are going to be beautiful. He was adamant that you know we'll wait till you see them when they're all decorated. <laughs> but they are extremely well built. Um, and the course is beautiful. It's uh, on the uh, what used to be a golf course, and there's um, there are lakes, and there's a um, sort of a, a creek running by it. So the obstacle course is beautiful. Misty, I was there a couple of weeks before you came and saw some of the obstacles, and I was confused. Um, there was one by what was the water jump for the event riders. And I think that was your water jump. But then a lot of the obstacles, I think, because they'd just been built, it looked like you didn't have any turf. And if you'd had a lot of rain, I was—I well, didn't know how how the footing would be. How how did that ride? The it, it rode beautifully. The footing held up, and um, we were all very very pleased with, especially under the circumstances. But all of the obstacles drove extremely well. Chester said it was a fast course. I mean, he he said he was flying through it from the quotes I saw. Um, yes, yeah, and I, I think that is really one of Richard Nichols' specialties because he's one of his the tenets of his philosophy as a course designer 
is designing um, the the course so that it does flow, and it's interesting for the spectators. And he's always maintained that, you know, if you have a really tight technical course that doesn't flow, and there's a lot of stopping and starting, that the spectators can't really enjoy it. So every single one of the obstacles asked really good questions of all the drivers, and they all flowed beautifully, as as you would expect from from his design and. Um, just from the videos of the other drivers that I watched, it looks like that Richard really um, achieved his his goal. And um, obviously, I'm I'm very pleased with how my horse was handled. Yeah, we had a, we had a great run. <laughs> you did. I, I I watched what I could, and also dressage. You're just kicking it up in dressage now. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm loving that. <laughs> yeah, to to pull down a, a 39 and actually win um, the the dressage, um, especially competing against Chester was, um, it's, it's a real feather in my cap. But yeah, because that's I always been to... a place where, where you've, uh, you've been trying to improve for so many years. And, and I was just, I was so happy to see that result after day, after dressage day. Thank you. Thank you. I, I was too, but I, you know, um, it, it's not a, a single person sport by any stretch of the imagination. I have such an incredible team of, of people around me. And of course, um, my coach Boyd Excel is, um, the best in the world. And um, he's really, <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he's, he's just been such a great coach and, and mentor for me and really, really helped me with not just, you know, my driving skills, but with my horsemanship skills. And, and I think um, that contributes a lot to how I've been able to improve. And um, so I'm, I'm really grateful to, to him and my entire team. And of course my horses, but I just, I love my team. <laughs> they are really, they, they really come together and I'm really, really happy with them. It's provo- How many teams competed this, uh, that, um, during the test event? Oh, I think they were like nine. Gosh, that's turnout. Yeah, and what do you think? Um, what do you think needs to happen between now and September? I mean, obviously they're going to build the arena, but apart from that, um, in in terms of getting the facility ready, in terms of you know what was sort of around the barns when you were thinking, you know, talking to the other drivers, were you all pretty happy with it, or do you think were there sort of certain points that you thought, well, you know, between now and then, obviously they're going to do the arena, but are there other things that you were worried about or thinking about or was the general general consensus that it was terrific and great and you can't wait or well i think um our, our, everyone's biggest concern is lodging because <laughs> the um athletes village is not built yet and um there was the, the hotel one of the hotels they were planning is just not going to be built and the the grooms quarters are not built yet so that's the the real, you know, question hanging in the balance. And Mr. You're training in Holland at the moment. Did you bring a team over from Holland or did you already have a team left here in America that you competed on or how did that work? No, it's uh, the, the horses that um, I've, I've been competing with and they, they fly around with me. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, you know, Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey have you know, have got nothing on me when we start moving horses and trucks and equipment and carriage and harness and I mean it's it's just unbelievable. 
So um, fortunately, everything and everyone has arrived in Holland safely, um, and the horses are resting up, and um, I will be there tomorrow morning and jump right back in the carriage and pick up from, from where we left off, hopefully. Do the carriages, you have big carriages, do they fly? Well, um, unfortunately, this time they did fly, just simply because there was no time to get from the boat. Um, yeah. Tryon, yeah, and and I had um, been planning to compete in Windsor, but I'm really kind of rethinking that because my horses are really tired. They they gave me everything in Tryon, and then they drove up to New York, and then they flew over and. Um, uh, I, I get photographs of them just laying flat out asleep in their stalls. So, yeah, so I'm, I may um, give them a, a break for Windsor, which is hard because I love the Windsor Horse Show. But, yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go and spectate together. <laughs> okay. That's, we, can, we can cheer my husband on because he's going to be competing there with his pair for the first time. So okay. it'll be nice to be able to just really focus on him. He'll like that too. Probably. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. Thank you so much for joining us and kind of giving us the heads up on what happened at the test event. Now, Misty, does it look like it's Chester, Misty, and James Fairclaw for the team, or we still have some other people in the running? There, well, I, obviously, I, w- I would love it um, if that's the way it worked out, but we do have other people in the, the running. First and foremost, Lisa Stroud, who is really, really driving well. And so, you know, we're we're all going to keep doing our best and driving the best we can, and we'll see, you know, what happens when they selectors meet for the final decision in August. But the the nice thing is, uh, I really believe that um, we're all driving well. So whoever the team is going to be, will be a team to be reckoned with. I I think. Um, we can we can give the teams coming over from Europe a, a run for their money. Now, yeah. and it's going to be, if I remember correctly, it's going to be three people or three teams on the team here in the United States, and no individuals. Is that how it is this year? It is, unfortunately. Right. They, um, the FEI has mandated um, that it's the same for all disciplines. So it's. I don't agree with it. I think it hurts the sport, not only in in the United States, but. In, in all the, the countries because it's, you know, it's discouraging and it's, you know, when, when you make something so exclusive, especially when, you know, it's driving is a tough sport and, and you need to do everything you can to promote it. And, mm-hmm. and I see this as absolutely not promoting the sport, but hmm. the FBI doesn't care about my opinion, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Misty, thanks again so much, and we'll look forward to following your progress and then seeing you at the WAG. Great. I hope so. Thank you so much, Glenn. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Samantha. Bye. Well, our next guest is one of my lifelong friends, Prisca Boris, who is a retired professional skier from Vail, Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And she also rides, but she 
you know, after a lifetime of skiing, you get a lot of aches and pains. And she uh, discovered the blanket and Beamer therapy. And what it is, it's therapy that helps increase your circulation to deal with uh, chronic pain. And it showed great results for humans that have pain issues like Lyme's disease or fibromyalgia. And they've developed a horse product, too, to help our horses. And she's here to talk all about it. Well, hey, Prisca, welcome to the Driving Radio Show. Hi, Wendy. Thanks for having me. Well, it's so great to have you on today because you are doing something super exciting and you're working with um, the Beamer technology and uh, that's for humans and animals. So tell us a little bit about this new therapy. So it is actually a 20-year-old technology developed in Germany and the company now is in Liechtenstein. And it's a device, very simple, personal medical device that a human can lie on eight minutes in the morning, eight minutes in the evening, so twice a day, and it increases the circulation in the microvascular system. The microvascular system are your capillaries, and we don't hear about them much because you can't go in there and cut them and move them and stent them. They they're 74% of your circulatory system. So that's such a huge amount. Mm -hmm. And they're the 10th the size of a human hair. But what happens in this system is the oxygenation and the detoxification of the blood happens in those capillary beds. And if we don't have the right flow, blood flow, then toxins build up, don't get enough oxygenation, disease can start forming in those cells and the beamer just keeps that flow flowing optimally. Yeah. So it's like if you, if you sit on your foot and your foot gets all tingly, you've squished all your microvasculature and it can't flow well, yeah, and you, then your cells don't get any there. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. How does it work? As far as the science goes or as far as just plugging it in and lying on it? Yeah, as far as the science, like how does it stimulate your well, microvasculature? Well, I can get a little technical. Uh, we have, simplicity-wise, we have these little muscles that are in the venules and the arterioles. And those are not veins and arteries. That's where the little microcirculatory system starts. And those little muscles over time get tired. This signal, which is delivered from a PEMF technology, so pulsating electronic magnetic frequency, that's the delivery system of this very special patented signal. That sent, that, so the signal gets into the body and those little muscles in the venules and the arterioles start to respond. And they pump harder in order to get that blood through the capillary beds to do its job. And then you have a hundred trillion cells in your body. And if you can help stimulate that blood flow, they get to all the little areas in the body where they're needed to do their job. So they can increase ATP production, which is energy. Mm -hmm. um, so you, people experience increased energy after being on the Beamer. Um, and it also oxygenates and detoxifies those tissues. And uh, when I introduced you earlier, I mentioned about your skiing career because uh, you are quite a skier. Um, and does this help you in your, I mean, like we all have aches and pains when you're a retired athlete. Does this help you in your Especially daily skiers life? Especially skiers and horse people. 
Yeah, I know. I the know. two groups that well, break the absolutely. most things. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still ski at a pretty high level. I um, I probably get eighty-five to hundred days a year, and you know, a day is two to four hours. Okay, you just but made Wendy I... really jealous. By the way, <laughs> yeah, she knows I'm yeah. jealous. But it, <laughs> but it's like equine. You know, you're you're an athlete, and you're working on that athletes. I mean, these horses are incredible athletes. And what happens is, you know, we all get sore. So I, I find I have a whole lot more energy and my recovery is quicker. And, you know, I've had a couple of knee surgeries. And if I, if I take the applicator, there's a little applicator on the Beamer. And if I wrap my knee, that ache kind of subsides. And it, mm-hmm. it just it makes me a whole lot more comfortable. And I've seen it with the equine as well. Um, they just, yeah, and tell us how the equine, how do you put it on the, you have the lay on a blanket or how, how do you do this? The with the you have to teach him to lay down. <laughs> oh, that's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, so in our, uh, our, we have a collaboration with NASA and through that collaboration, we developed the technology to go inside a undergarment and, a woman works with us. Her name is Linda Tillington Jones. Oh yeah, and she said, you know, yeah, you guys know T Touch. So T Touch exactly. And she was using the Beamer Human Mat on horses for a long time, and really found that that their whole disposition changed. Their head would just kind of sink, and they would start chewing and licking, and and just get in a really relaxed state because it it works in on that parasympathetic nervous system. So. She started working with Beamer and they developed a horse blanket with all the technology and the controls inside the blanket. So there are no cords. You don't need two or three people to hold this. You put the blanket right on top of a horse like you would put any other horse blanket on and turn it on. There are three settings. There's a five-minute program, a 10-minute program, and a 15-minute program. We always start with the five and see how they respond. Sometimes we'll do two sessions of five minutes. And then as time goes on, as their bodies become more used to the signal, you can do 10 and then 15 minute sessions. There's also a cuff and we wrap that on the legs. Um, and we watch, we can see an increase in focus. I recently worked with some cutting horses in Texas. And what we noticed was even after one Beamer session, their focus in the ring was much more acute. Yeah, you know, um, I really, one of the reasons why we had you on here on the Chinese medicine segment is because with Chinese medicine, we talk about stagnation in the body, stagnation of qi and blood. And that's like, you know, chronic pain. And anyone that's experienced chronic pain for themselves knows that you can't focus on anything because you have this chronic pain bothering you in the back of your mind. So the animals are the same way. And if they associate whatever job they do with pain, they can't function. So I think this is such a great technology to help our horses feel better, you know, and then be happier in their job. It's really pretty spectacular. So how, uh, how do people go about finding out more about the, about the Beamer blanket and how do they find you? Well, I would love it if um, we could give out my phone number and my email address, and uh, people are more than welcome to contact me anytime. Um, I have 
a lot of information and I'm so passionate about this company and this product. I'm traveling all over the place. And, and so um, I'll make everything really, really work well for the customer. Oh, so do you go to different barns and you, you go around the country to demo it? Yes. And how can people set up, do they, can they set up a, um, like a barn visit from you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that'd be great. And I can, I can guarantee you, know, you if you have Prisca have... come visit it, you're, she'll be very fun. <laughs> oh, we'll have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so Prisca, we're going to post a link to the website where people can find more information in our show notes for today's episode on the drivingradioshow.com. Dr. Wendy, you're going to do a blog post over at drwendying.com too, right? Right. I'll do it at drwendying.com and then you can search for Beamer. And we'll, B-E-M-E-R. And we'll put a link uh, also on our Facebook page when this episode comes out, so you can go to Driving Radio Show on Facebook. Well, Prisca, thank you so much for joining us and letting us know about this technology. I really appreciate the time, you guys, and uh, I hope you're having a lovely, lovely day. Europe always gets the good stuff first, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Prisca. Okay, ciao. Well, you can get the Horse Radio Network app, iOS or Android, by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and it's easy to use. And I wanted to remind everybody that if you want to hear our coverage of the World of Question Games, including the driving, in September, we will be doing, hopefully, live shows every night at 7 o'clock from the Media Center at Tryon. Uh, Samantha and I will be there. And Wendy, you're coming up for driving, so Wendy will be there as well. So we're going to be doing daily wrap-up shows, and you can actually listen to those live shows or the recorded version of that every night on our app. That'll be the simplest way to do that. We can find Wendy and all of the products she sells and what she has to offer at? At drwendying.com. Anything new? Anything exciting? What's going on over on your website? Well, I have lots of info on the Repel, like we just talked about. And I have lots of information about a lot of the research that I've been doing with uh, TCVM. I have some info, some updated info about treating EPM with traditional Chinese vet medicine. So you can check it out on my blog. Oh, very cool. And is that really geeky or would I understand it? Well, I have a really geeky one that is not going to be released until the fall. That's the one that I... Jennifer will like that one. My paper that's going to be presented at the conference, the TCVM conference. But I have like a, a... halfway geeky one that Jennifer will love. Okay, cool. And I haven't even <laughs> told you this, but, and of course that's drwendying.com. I haven't told you this yet, but uh, we just got a commitment from Weatherbeta to sponsor a Radiothon for another year. Oh, so awesome. it looks like Radiothon's on, so plan plan your trip. You come. know what Weatherbeta needs to do? Um, they need to make me a blanket tester because my horses look fabulous in Weatherbeater blankets. You live in Florida. I know, but they still need clothes, Glenn. <laughs> and Wendy puts it on when it gets below 60 degrees. She has like a 400-veneer well, blanket on there. <laughs> <laughs> they're cold. You know, when we used to sell at the tech shop uh, years ago, when we used to ship blankets all over the country, I used to laugh at people like you. Those Florida people putting those heavy blankets on their horses, they're trying to kill them. They I used to it. laugh at people like you. Why? <laughs> My horses get cold. They're not used to the cold. It's like me. I have to, like, if it gets down to 60, I have a big sweatshirt on. I'm freezing. Yeah, you do, actually. You do. 
All right. For details about today's show, go to drivingradioshow.com where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. You can email Wendy at wendy at horseradionetwork.com or Glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. If you email Wendy, you might get an answer. And many thanks to our sponsors, American Driving Society. (laughs) So that's it. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you all in a couple weeks. Keep the shiny side up. (laughs) 